Hello, I'm Mary, and you're listening to First Pages Readings. In this podcast, I explore reading and celebrate books as cultural messengers. Each episode, I'll read from three books of either fiction, nonfiction, young adult, middle grade, or poetry. Hello and welcome to First Pages Readings, episode 35, and thanks for joining me. Today I'll be reading from three books of poetry. Let's get started. Today's first book is The Wild Iris by Louise Glick. This book of poems opens hearts and minds as it explores the intersection of human life, the natural world, and the divine. The poems are reflections of life's gifts, mortality, and many questions. They are also an invitation to observe how we live in the world. The first page of The Wild Iris. The Wild Iris. At the end of my suffering, there was a door. Hear me out. That which you call death, I remember. Overhead, noises, branches of the pine shifting. Then nothing. The weak sun flickered over the dry surface. It is terrible to survive as consciousness, buried in the dark earth. Then it was over. That which you fear, being a soul and unable to speak, ending abruptly, the stiff earth bending a little, and what I took to be birds darting in low shrubs. You who do not remember, passage from the other world, I tell you I could speak again. Whatever returns from oblivion returns to find a voice. From the center of my life came a great fountain, deep blue shadows on azure seawater. Today's next book is The Poems of Octavio Paz. Paz was born in Mexico and traveled widely, including serving as ambassador of Mexico in India. His writing life spanned over 50 years, and during that time, he was active as a political activist. The poems in this book range from 1931, when Paz was a teenager, to 1996, a few years before his death. The book's editor and main translator, Elliot Weinberger, has said the book was organized chronologically to show the poet's development. The book's selections highlight Paz's prolific writing and profound impact. The first page of the poems of Octavio Paz. Game. I'll plunder seasons. I'll play with months and years, winter days with red faces of summer. And down the gray road in the silent parade of hard, unmoving days, I'll organize the blues and gymnastics. A rippling morning of painted lips, cool as though just bathed with an autumn dawn. And I'll catch the clouds, red, blue, purple, and throw them against the inexpressive paper of the black and blue sky so that they'll write a letter in the universal language to their good friend, the wind. To help the shopkeepers, I'll make luminous billboards with spotlights of stars. Maybe I'll assassinate a dawn, so that bleeding it will stain a white cloud purple. In the shop of the seasons, I'll sell ripe autumn apples, wrapped in the paper of winter mists. Today's third book is Secrets from the Center of the World 
The book's prose poems were written by Joy Harjo, and its photographs were created by Stephen Strom. The book is volume 17 of Suntracks, which is an American Indian literary series. This book is beautiful and profound. The first page of Secrets from the Center of the World. My house is the red earth. It could be the center of the world. I've heard New York, Paris, or Tokyo called the center of the world, but I say it is magnificently humble. You could drive by and miss it. Radio waves can obscure it. Words cannot construct it. For there are some sounds left to sacred, wordless form. For instance, that full crow picking through trash near the corral understands the center of the world as greasy scraps of fat. Just ask him. He doesn't have to say that the earth has turned scarlet through fierce belief after centuries of heartbreak and laughter. He perches on the blue bowl of the sky and laughs. Thank you for spending time with me today. If you liked listening to this episode, please subscribe.